This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. Welcome into the OBR Film Breakdown. This is a quick-hitting version of uh, today's podcast. Unfortunately, my son got sick last night. I'm feeling a little under the weather and uh, not much time, but I wanted to hop on and um, address the Jadevian Clowney information that is being thrown around, which I should say the OBR has been uh, very, very far out in front of, you know, kind of connecting the dots between the two sides, getting back together, so... Uh, shout out to Lane uh, Atkins, if you're not following Lane, at the real LA underscore, who does a great job with uh, with connected information from Berea. And again, I have to reiterate, if you're a subscriber or not, or you've come across Lane, he cannot directly say what's happening. Otherwise, he loses some of the, uh, you know, the trust of his sources. He has to dance around what's going to happen. And it's really up to you if you follow along at the OBR to connect those kind of breadcrumbs about what he's saying about certain players in certain situations. So if you follow along, subscribe to the OBR, or even if you don't, what Lane tries to do is really, and I want to make sure I reiterate it, is to kind of connect connect dots for you, kind of give you a, a, a trail of information that leads to a place. And he's been doing a great job getting out in front of this Jadevian Clowney information. So uh, if you have not been following along there, you've missed the... The, the, the likely reconnection between those two sides. So there's two forums there. Ask the insiders where you can fire a question to Lane or Brad, the people who we have that are connected. Or you can follow along via Rumor Central where he's done a lot of work there on Clowney too. So per Diana Rossini who, who left some information today about the two sides working to get a deal done, it's not done yet. I know last night Justina Anderson noted uh, that, that the two sides would be getting together again for another visit which is important um, to get together again face-to-face is vital to figure this thing out. Hopefully they can come to some sort of agreement. But until then, we don't consider it a done deal. What we do think is if they go ahead and sign Clowney, uh, it gives the Browns quite a few options. It gives them, you know, not that they were going to go into this draft with the idea that they had to draft a player at a certain position, but there was definitely going to be a little bit of pressure to come out with one of the defensive ends in the late first, early second even pick 89-91 if they did not uh, address this position ahead of the draft. I thought they would. I mean, obviously, I think Miles Garrett's a fine player. I think they like Tack McKinley quite a bit, and if you did not watch him on Building the Browns, I encourage you to do so. Uh, but there there definitely was a need to add more, and Porter Gustin proven last year to be a solid rotational piece. Perhaps nothing more, but again, at, at the bare minimum, a solid rotation piece. So 
Um, that was that was a guy there, and then Joe Jackson and and, and some others in the fringe roster side. They definitely were going to add more no matter what, but getting Clowney gives them the true ability to go best player available. I would still like them to add another free agent outside cornerback. I know Troy Hill has experience outside, but I would prefer that they go get one uh, and, and, and address that position a little bit so that they don't feel pressed. You What you, what you don't want to do in any draft scenario where the Browns currently sit, which is real contender, is go into any pick feeling like you have to favor one position over the other. What you want to do this year is draft according to best player available, worry about position value, and then and then kind of look at how does this help our future and we're not going to rely on this rookie. Now, if this rookie comes in and blows it away, that's great. We're going to play them if they prove to be the best player available. But you don't feel like you have to... Uh, go get a kid that's going to go out and have to play from day one in the NFL because that's never something you really want to bank on all too much if you can avoid it. You know, certain teams can avoid it. Cleveland would like to be one of those teams that avoid it. So back to the discussion with Clowney at hand here and kind of what what makes Jadevian Clowney an interesting piece opposite uh, of Miles Garrett and, and certainly as, as, the, as the feature starter, uh, because he would start over Tack McKinley and, and get a majority of the reps. So you kind of got to look at what makes him a smart move for the Browns. If you've yet to do so, check out the piece I wrote on him. I kind of went back and studied all of his 2020 efforts and tried to compare him to the seasons before. And I didn't, I just didn't get the vibe that Clowney was all in in Tennessee. And uh, some of it is a guy who's worrying about another contract. Maybe he didn't like where he was situationally was on a one-year deal i don't know the scheme we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whatever. I just didn't get the vibe that Clowney was bought into what Tennessee was selling. Now, he only played 425 snaps. He had the knee surgery. But he was still effective. His, his total 74.9 grade from Pro Football Focus was the lowest it's been since, you know, kind of since I think his rookie year. But I thought that he was still effective getting after the quarterback. If you look at some people who do some smart things, looking at double team rate, uh, he was one of the higher doubled players in the NFL and still was able to generate some pressure, which I think is obviously pretty, pretty important. So I went back and looked at his season, and again, there were not a ton of sacks, but there were at least 
plays in which I thought he disrupted defenses. And what the difference is for Clowney is when he was most effective was when he was playing against, sorry, opposite J.J. Watt, where I think Clowney is a guy who manipulates pockets. He puts pressure on quarterbacks, makes them move off their spot, and generally speaking, it helps to benefit everybody else around him. So I think that that's a good asset for the Browns. I definitely think he plays the run game effectively, can hold the edge, can shoot a gap can certainly make plays at angles because of his athletic ability running down the line against zone-based teams or wide-running teams or jet sweeps, those types of things. He has excelled in that market. Uh, I think run, run defense is definitely his M.O. Teams get really creative with him and put him in the A-gap and let him blitz inside. I think he's a really effective inside player. So this year's version of that uh, air quotes NASCAR look up front or that quick look up front would include Clowney, Inside, it will include Miles outside and Tack McKinley outside, in my opinion. That's a pretty formidable group in terms of guys who have athletic ability to get after the quarterback. So that part of it excites me. He has that inside rush ability, but he also can do things off the edge. He's not strictly create pressure through some sort of uh, a scheme or whatever. I do think he can, as a number two player, as a guy who can who can who can be the less the lesser of the focal point between. Um, you know, what offensive lines are, are scheming against really offenses in general, tight ends, running backs, extra blockers, they're going to focus on miles. It's just natural. So being able to use Clowney in a different way and l- allow him to have as many one-on-ones as possible, I think it certainly will benefit him. I understand the sack numbers weren't there last year, but I think he still has quite a bit of juice, two to three good seasons left in him in the NFL at a really high level, and I certainly think that he would he would vastly benefit from playing again with a player that he is not the focal point. Again, Tennessee, definitely the focal point of their pass rush from beginning to end. I mean, they had Harold Landry, but Harold Landry's nowhere in the in the stratosphere of Miles Garrett, and, and really when you look at defenses preparing for how to stop Tennessee's pass rush, it was focused on it was definitely focused on Clowney. So, you know, I also put in that article some look at the 2019 season when he was with Seattle when I thought he played really well still. Um, got after the quarterback, played the run game effectively. That's, in my opinion, if you can get that version of Clowney, that's ultimately the best outcome for everybody involved. I understand there might be some animosity from folks who are a little bit worried about, A, his health. Can he stay healthy? I think other than last year, for the most part, he's been a healthy football player. Uh, so I would not let that bother you too much, especially considering the contract will be short, uh, more than likely be short, and probably more than likely be incentive-laden. So if he produces really well, he earns every penny that he gets. So that will be important. And then, you know, kind of lastly, the the most important thing for me is, is can he still be an effective football player despite, you know, kind of lo- looking for that long-term deal? Because I understand Brown fans are upset that he passed on Cleveland, but he passed on Cleveland for what he deemed was a better opportunity, more money, and that's okay. You can't let that dissuade this year and I, you know, the potential for him to join Cleveland. And again, it's not happened yet. It's just kind of talking and getting out in front of this thing. I think that there is, inside Clowney still, there is a really good football player that can, in the right scheme, and I think this can be the right scheme for him with the right personnel around him, can be a very effective player. So I'm looking forward to, if they make this deal, the benefits of the depth of the defensive line, the skill of the defensive line obviously improves in my opinion. He's not a world beater, but he is definitely going to improve most defenses in the NFL. And then, you know, it opens up the possibilities in the draft, and that is so wildly important to me going into the draft to be able to draft for best 
player available and especially not have to concern yourself with if we don't get this prospect at this point who we think can play early, we are worried about the longevity of this position. So I really enjoy the fact that the Browns for the first time in a long time will have this opportunity to go into the draft. If they get clowny, if still pen is not to paper, they can still go in or that they will have the opportunity to go into the draft to, uh, um, just pick the best player that they think, you know, based on position value and player skill is, is worth that spot. So that's exciting stuff. I'm sorry that this was short. Uh, I just wanted to get something out on Clowney ahead of what could be the signing today. I, you know, I will obviously continue to do more in-depth look at him. I, I posted the daily film room today, kind of taking uh, little bits and pieces from my, my earlier film analyzation of him as a football player. So go check those out. Make sure you're still subscribing to this pod. We'll be back online tonight on the YouTube channel. Uh, going through. We're going to start an OBR big board, so that'll be an exciting thing. So we will do that. And, um, yeah, check it out. I appreciate all the support, guys, as usual. And we'll be back tonight with a usual and uh, longer episode. Have a great day. Have a great Monday. We'll go Browns. <laughs>